Huh? Want an intro? Yeah. Yeah, do you want to intro, Britain? Fine. Cool, because we're Cause recording have, right now. No, wanna, yes, we are. You're kidding oh, me. Absolutely. Stop with this. We're going to keep the energy going, guys, <laughs> and then drop the intro. The pharmacy is now open. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to VGRX, your weekly dose of video game news and insight. It sounds so formal when you do it. I love it. It's, that's how it's it going to be for me I when I do the it. intro. I hope you guys are cool with that. That's style. That's yes. what it does. It's somebody's somebody's got to keep yeah. things nice and formulaic. Introduce us so everyone doesn't forget. Dan, sit next to me. <laughs> don't don't forget me. Yeah, don't, don't forget me. So See, much. I said your name, unlike some people around here. <laughs> wow, Zach. Yeah. I don't care about Dan, so. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that I, voice I, you heard I was know. Zach. I know. Zach, every, hey, every morning at work that we work together, Zach just, he just comes over and he's like, Dan. I hate you. Yeah, I, I hate you. <laughs> I I, why do we work together? I, I rub it in in every moment. I come possible. over to Dan and ask him uh, how to feel less upset about MOBAs. Yeah. Hi, I'm Scott. And Scott's here yeah. too. Hey, Scott. Hi, man. What's up? <laughs> so. uh, quick, before we start, uh, last week's episode was about the Nintendo Direct. Uh, I came back from Australia again uh, just for this You, you are episode. so dedicated yeah. to this and podcast, man. Guys, what can yeah. I say? Thank you. You know? What can I say? You're the glue that bonds us together. Absolutely. And you have access to the studio. It I'm helps the, a lot. I'm the reason yeah. that this show became what it is. Um, and so modest, lie. too. That's <laughs> the best part. Total lie. Uh, so T- today we're going to talk about kind of just what we've been up to, what yes. we've been playing, yeah. rather than getting into news and stuff yep. like yes. that. Because yeah. this is going to be a break. shorter episode, probably another 30-minute one. I know yeah. last week's was a weird episode, mostly because of the direct, and we were all very very hyped mm-hmm. um yeah. but this episode is kind of just going to be about um us what we're playing yeah um, i know Brit- so britain and i yeah. both had some specific things we wanted to talk about yes yeah. and, I, some... and i have a couple like just non-gaming related things i at least wanted to mention sure we if will, it's about hamilton again, i don't think i'll be able to handle it i don't think we, we actually were not going said to anything about hamilton We'd... before Maybe. that was all off the air was man it? oh it was <laughs> <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't mentioned it at all but, okay, good. Yeah, Britton, go ahead. Yes. All right. This is a story you've wanted to talk about. I've actually about been wanting to talk for about like this game two for weeks a long time. Now. This no, one no, no, we no. have talked about on air. It's been for yes. more than a month. It's been a while. Yeah, yeah, but this is something you've wanted to go in depth with because you've played it. Yeah. Okay. This being Dragon Quest Builders. Thanks for introducing wow. that. I would have forgotten to say the name of the game. <laughs> you probably would have just forgot what you're talking about. Yeah. Unless Dan said it. So the, Thanks, Dan. This game is not a new game. It's It's been out for over a year, I want to say, on PlayStation consoles. Uh-huh. Just came out on Switch uh, February, though. And the demo dropped, I want to say, back in January. So I got to check it out before I played it. And I actually talked about the demo a little bit on the show. And the demo kind of cuts off at a point where you're about to be unleashed into the larger parts of this world. You start in an enclosed area, and that's kind of where the first town that you're going to be tasked with rebuilding is. And you get to do a few smaller tasks, build a few basic structures, and then you get access to this portal that's supposedly going to take you into the meat of the game. What was that? <laughs> there was a lot of things. Oh, okay, quite all right. No. Let's hey, not draw attention to it. <laughs> one of those things was my phone. The other thing was apparently Facebook. That's yeah, up right no. now. So as long as we're still yeah. recording, it's cool. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, it's still totally recording. Fine. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Sweet. yeah, keep keep going. So you reach this point where there's this teleportal you can go through and see what this game's all about, essentially. And I didn't get to do that in the demo. That's where the demo stops. By so the full game. I was convinced. That was a brilliant marketing strategy, actually. I was convinced that I needed to check this game out. It's not me. I'm after trying the to demo. find it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry. It's quite all right. I don't know what. Just I, stop talking about. Honestly, it. We, can, we can handle some bleeps. No, and bloops. that's fine. the thing is that I don't know where it's coming from. Oh, yes, it's not. I hope it's not me. I don't think it's me. No, I think it might be this laptop. The podcast is taking. <laughs> okay, my hey guys, there's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. You that have like eight computers about. over yeah. there. Shut up! I'm sorry. We only have half. An Look, hour. I got a soundboard. Yeah. I got three. Derail. So, okay, so back to uh, <laughs> okay Dragon Quest. Minecraft. So I got the game. Unfortunately, <laughs> Dragon Quest Minecraft. Okay. Yeah, same that's, thing. That's fair. <laughs> um, you jump into the main game, and unfortunately, the demo progress doesn't carry over, so you have to redo that early stuff. But having done it once, I was able to burn through that stuff really quickly. And then you go through this portal for the first time, and that's where I started to see what makes this a Dragon Quest game, where the RPG elements lie in this game. Because up till that yeah. point, it was essentially a... I guess a sim game meets meets a Minecraft game where you're harvesting resources, you're building structures, and you're doing it on behalf of the characters that are coming to live in your town. Anyone who has tried any number of the various voxel-based games out there, that's the formula. You're familiar with it already. Right. But dra- you're saying Dragon this, Quest This is goes what sets it apart. Yeah, yeah, when I when you go through this first portal, you're basically on what would be the equivalent of like a world map, world map in a JRPG. And there are quests to be found there. There are tasks that you need to carry out on behalf of the residents back in your town. There are resources there that you're not going to find anything else. There are more characters to meet, tons more monsters to interact with and fight. You actually earn more, uh, learn more abilities that you can do in combat from the monsters. And that's where, that's where it started to feel like an RPG for me. And that hooked me even more than the demo did. So from that point on, I was like, this game's awesome. I want to see it through. And I, I really want to try this game in, in part because... While I've played several Final Fantasy games, and a few of them all the way through to completion, Mm -hmm. I have trouble completing games. Um, Dragon Quest as a franchise is more nostalgic for me because of one game I had as a child, which I think I've mentioned before, Dragon Warrior Monsters. It was oh, sure. kind of like Pokemon in some ways, but not in others. So you're but gonna... all the monsters were from the Dragon Quest franchise, so I recognize all of these monsters. Yeah, they, they have it's not changed cool. over the years. You're going to recognize every yeah. monster you encounter And that's why I want to try this, because it is a. it seems like it's a much lower investment of time and attention than playing like Dragon Quest Nine would be. Yeah, absolutely. It, it does not demand your attention in that way like a full-on JRPG would. And, and just from your description, it sounds amazing. It's a cool game. It sounds like something I'd like to pick up and actually play. You should totally try it. So mm-hmm. here's another element of, the, of this game that really captured me. Have you guys ever walked through a town in a a JRPG. I have walked through a town. <laughs> There's more to this question. <laughs> okay, Hold on. got it. <laughs> and looked around at the buildings, the residents, just the placement of random doodads and stuff, benches, barrels. Been like, I wonder how that got there. I wonder what's behind this. I wonder why this town came together um, in the way that it did. Because I did that a lot as a kid when I was playing like Final Fantasy games. And on occasion, I've had that Lunar experience. Chrono Trigger. More often, I look at the town and I say, how does this town sustain off of four buildings? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, uh, you got to suspend a little disbelief. Yeah, I can now. Although Guild Wars Two, as a counterexample, has tons of buildings in some of those uh, some of those towns. Yeah, so, so it's actually more like it, a real it town. It can feel more, even if it is still tiny compared to a real city. Yeah, it feels like an actual well, city. Well, in a quaint backwoodsy JRPG town sort of oh, way, yeah. I I got the vibe from this game that I was. You know, I was the one pulling those strings and making the town come together in the way that it did. You'll you'll meet people that'll come to your town and fulfill certain roles. Like the blacksmith in your town is going to have a story. He's there for a reason, and he's going to allow you to craft better equipment. He's going to show you how to make a certain workbench that will let you make better swords and things like that. So, so the the people that are coming to live in your town, the materials you're gathering, all influence the 
progression of equipment, of what you're able to build. It's really cool. What's up, Zach? How does this game physically look? Is it like top down? Ugly. It? No, I'm joking. It's, I mean, you are you familiar like with pixelated? Akira Toriyama? No, I'm not. Are you familiar with any of the Dragon Quest games? No, I'm not. Are you familiar Dragon with Ball. Minecraft? Dragon Ball. Was that? Do you know Minecraft? Yeah, of course. So <laughs> it's it's kind of like Minecraft, but I mean, it definitely is a significant, significantly higher level of like artistic fidelity. Well, I was get, I was getting. It doesn't at the look art like style. blocks, is what he's saying. <laughs> oh, it totally looks like blocks. Thanks for that, Scott. Dang, but never the char- mind. The characters, the art, the doodads, and stuff like that. The monsters are all done by Akira Toriyama. Or at least they were in Dragon Quest history, and these are those same characters. He's the guy that do, do, does all the art for Dragon Ball. So, I mean, picture the characters from Dragon Ball, and if you see the characters in a mm-hmm. Dragon Quest game, you're going to see some overlap for yep. sure. If you've ever seen any like 3D Dragon Ball Z fighting games, it's the proportions are a little different, but the art style isn't too far off. You're going to okay. see Goku okay. as a three-inch sprite. It's great. Yeah. You're not really selling it, man. No, <laughs> sorry. Not. Have you, hang on. I have, a, I have a quick question for that. Okay. What's up? Do you know of... Have you ever heard of Studio Ghibli? Yes. Okay. Have you, Scotty? Absolutely. You lie. You've seen one of the one of the I movies, have. right? You know, one one whole it's movie. a start. How's <laughs> Moving Castle? Most of them are really good. One of the I, coolest things about this podcast, though, is that I learned from you guys. I, that's I, what I wanted to and, know. Is and I find myself like I I feel like I'm the normal Joe of the pod. You are. And it's you guys called ha- a bro. And you guys have like a really deep gaming histories and have a lot of oh, knowledge. Man. No, so. it's it's mostly just us being triggered about things, and we just like to talk about it. So I hope Speak a lot of people. Yourself. I hope we a lot of people. You, just me. <laughs> I hope a lot you, of people man. are learning. Yeah, you know, learn about. Hey Zach, that's why we like, like to have you here. You know, if you weren't on the show, it'd be. Uh, it just wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. So I, I think for be worth us doing. and everyone out there as well, uh, you need to stay on the show. Forever. The common man needs an advocate on yes, this show. Exactly. <laughs> I'll play that role. The I'll one, proudly wave that oh, flag. The one man who needs to raise his hand and ask questions. That's you, buddy. I'm polite. Hey. Thank you, Zach, for being sometimes here. Sometimes I raise my hand so Zach can ask questions. <laughs> True. Sometimes, Thanks for paying attention. Sometimes I'm more we, obnoxious than Zach is, so they see me. Sometimes we raise our hands so we can talk over you, but then you just ignore us. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, is it my turn, or did you have anything else? I got a little say? more. Go. Okay. Go for Go it. I'll try to keep it somewhat brief. So an element that I did not see coming and did not anticipate in this game at all is uh, a tower defense element. Sold. Which oh, is super... What? <laughs> Dang. So, a big part of the first town you build is building up the town's defenses. There's a guy there that's paranoid, and he's worried constantly about monster attacks, about a great threat that's kind of prophesied to be hitting this town at some point. And so he encourages you to go out and find people and find blueprints for defense mechanisms, like um, walls that you can put around your town with spikes in front of them, so they'll take out enemies naturally. And uh, you end up building some pretty crazy defensive structures around your town, but it's all in service of these... um, I call them tower defense segments because there's moments where there's basically a scripted monster attack on your town. So you engage it and you know what's going to happen, but then waves of monsters just come toward the town. And you can go out there and fight them hand-to-hand and get personal with them, or you can rely on whatever robust defense mechanisms you've rigged up to take them on. Man, I am... Which is super cool. What consoles are these on? What... It originally came out on on PlayStation console. So it, it was on both PS4 and Vita. Maybe PS3 as well, and then it just hit Switch earlier this okay. year. Right. Yeah, so you can I, play it on PS4. I am so down to play. I think this I guess my or you can play it's it on Switch, cool. which means via Switch. So I, I know. I know. Yeah. You yep. have a month to do it because that's when Strikers comes out. Yeah, or whatever that new tennis game is. Aces. So, Mario Tennis Aces. I'm almost Thank done. You. I'm almost done. Almost done. Again. So I spent about um, 
I don't know, maybe 15 hours perfecting this town with its walls, you with its it defenses, like, you make it sound with all like these characters no in it. at all, by the way. And then, I know, just <laughs> uh, there's some meaning behind that. Okay. So then uh, I do this final, what feels like this final attack that's being waged against my town with big monsters and a crazy wave after wave attack of, of the enemies outside the town. And then one of the guys in my town is like... Um, we're kind of done here, uh, but I see this light over in the distance. You should go check it out. And you go over there and check out this light, and you're dropped into a completely new scenario, completely new empty landscape, and completely new story, what? and you're basically doing the whole thing again. <laughs> so uh, I realized oh, at that so point... so like a new game plus. No, I realized no? at that point this game is uh, divvied up into chapters, and each chapter is you rebuilding a section of this world. And... and uh, I guess reinvesting in the the livelihood of this the people that are scattered in I'm, each one I'm of these officially, areas. I'm officially sold, guys. It's I awesome. have to go save the Dragon Quest yes. world. Yes, I've been wanting to tell you guys about this for oh, so long. I'm glad man. you. I'm I glad am you're so intrigued. sad that we have not heard about it's it. It's cool. This is super cool. I I'll give you a couple little caveats. I almost want to talk more about this game now. Instead it's of fine. What I wanted to talk. Well, about. you should just play it, and you'll you'll discover all this for yourself. Yeah. Um, a couple little drawbacks: the combat is not great in the game. It always feels pretty basic, pretty just slash slash slash. Things Probably die. Probably better than Alpha Minecraft. So okay, I'm yeah. Just... I mean, if we're comparing it to other voxel based games, it's probably fine. I mean, that's what I would though. That's I fair. Mean, it's, it's a voxel based game. It just happens to have the Dragon Quest lore right to it. Right, and it is much more about the hunting, gathering, and building aspects of the game. So, and uh, you know, just fostering the growth of these civilizations, bringing them together. And it would be awesome to see what other people come up with because I've got the towns that I have built so far and I'm proud of them. And I think it'd be really cool to see what other people ended up with based on the, the encouragement of your, your townsfolk. Like we need this kind of building. Can you build it for us? But you're given the freedom to approach that building structure that however you want to, you okay. can stack buildings, you can dig into the ground and build things underground. There's all kinds of options. I'm totally to into you. this. Yeah. Devs. Fully just, into okay. It. I, I know you're listening. I know you're listening to, <laughs> I know you're game. listening. Um, and order, thank you, by order the way. Order to the PC or give a whole bunch of free updates to the console one so that we can do that. Yeah. That would be cool. Absolutely. And one last note before we move on. Dragon Quest Builders 2 has already been announced. I believe it's coming to both PS4 and Switch later this year. Yes. So, I mean, okay. if, if the first game, which is a big game, I've been playing it for I a month and a half now, is not enough. card for streaming. <laughs> oh, it'd be, a better excuse it'd be a fun game, game to stream, yeah. for sure. To scream, to stream, I mean. Yes, sweet. Speaking of streaming, I guess that's a, that's a good place to... Take over, man. Finally take over from Britain. Absolutely. Uh, Scott and I have been doing Civ Six, but before we get into that, uh, I just wanted to like touch on a couple cool things that uh, I have done recently. One, I went yurt camping. I don't know if any of you have ever camped in a yurt. (laughs) I'm familiar with yurts. Yeah, I mean, and if you're not, which I wasn't, uh, it's basically a wooden frame like a hut with tent material draped over it. Now there's there's varying degrees of like roughing it when it oh, comes to your sure. right. We had a did you have plumbing? Door did you have with like a little keypad to get in there? There was heating. We didn't have plumbing, but like I believe you could absolutely make that happen. Did you poop we in a hole? Beds. I did not poop in a hole. We really don't want the details on that. Yeah, no. It was it was cool though. It was it was a fun experience. That sounds cool. Um, and then I also went to see Hamilton. Oh um, my god! No, I'm joking. Sounds yeah, wonderful. We haven't talked about this no, other we shows. Have I so, swear we have. Yeah, Hamilton. Uh-huh. Cool stuff. Uh, I went in kind of expecting to, you know, enjoy it, but not necessarily be blown away, just because there was so much hype about it. And every time there's hype, I kind of have that 
natural response to be like, oh, nope, people are hyped about yeah. it. It's probably not as cool as people think it I've is. I've been leery for the same reason. But it was. Cool. Like, absolutely. I was just, I was blown away. The, like, all the characters, super cool. The staging, the everything. The music. The music mm-hmm. was the part that I had heard, and I thought, you know, okay, that's better than I thought, but not, you know, not anything live theater know, amazing. Is different and then thing. I went to see it, and then I realized yeah. this is the only kind of music they could have had for this show. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. Haven't heard that before. Oh yeah, I think so. Anyway, because it's hip hop, right? It, it is largely. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's it's hip hop meets Broadway. Got it. It okay. is. De- it definitely exists in between the two. Okay. Um. But yes. Cool. So cool. If you have an opportunity. Go Which you probably it. don't. You probably it's hard don't to get unless you have, you know, a lot of money, a few hundred dollars to yeah. just drop on tickets. So, uh, but yeah, Civ Six. Scott and I have been playing a duo game, and then he wasn't able to stream with me the other day, so I played a solo game of Civilization Six: Rise and Fall, the expansion. I'm sorry, I'm so busy, Dan. Yeah, he had work. I've it been happens. really interested in your guys' stream. I yeah. haven't watched it. So but okay. Because you, you guys have been playing There's, Rise and We Fall, have a right? bit more. I don't know if we'll finish it tonight or if we'll do it after he gets back from Australia again. Um, yeah, again, yeah. he says. Uh, so Civilization, uh, real quick, 4X grand strategy game. You build cities, you have armies, you go through history. That's Civilization, the franchise. Civilization Six. for those who already know the franchise, uh, it's a lot like Civ Five in a lot of ways. Uh, the biggest difference, I guess, in my book is that cities are now built over hexes, over like the entire city radius, uh, which is different from all the previous games in which all buildings would be built on the one hex where the city is actually uh, founded. Yeah, there's so a there's, new dynamic. There's city sprawl. Uh, you can go and you can uh, sabotage a specific hex, you know, you can pillage that. So now a all district. of a sudden they can't access their production facilities and their production goes down until they fix it, stuff like that. So it it's a cool upgrade mechanic. But it also had the same problems that Civilization games always have in that when you get to the new one, it's it feels a lot more sparse than the previous version of it does because the previous version usually has two expansion packs by that point. Um, so we in January, we got the expansion pack to Civilization VI. The two biggest things in that expansion pack, there's a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of small things they did. They added new uh, nations, that kind of thing. Uh, but... They added Golden Ages and Dark Ages, which is an interesting mechanic. I'm not yet sure how I feel about it totally. I think I like it, though. Uh, And then Loyalty as a mechanic, which I do like a lot. Um, Also Governors as well. Oh, yeah, Governors. You're right. Governors is another cool thing. All of these things happen to play together, at least in some way. So uh, Governors, basically, you get up to seven specific Governors with little skill trees, essentially, that you can level up over time. Uh, and then those governors give bonuses to a city. You choose a city to put a governor in. It takes a few turns for them to essentially get established, and then you're good to go. And can I ask a question? Go so ahead. basically, that governor is like a tech race, basically, where you're the first civ to get that governor. No, no. You have the same seven governors that everyone else has, which is a little bit weird in my book. Like, yeah. it, it would seem like they could at least give different names, like randomly generated. But I mean, yeah. that's not that big a deal. You, it, you get the message. You understand. And when you see a particular governor somewhere, you know that's the bonus set they're getting. So, um, yeah, so governors are there. They're cool. Loyalty is kind of... It's kind of like culture and happiness from some of the earlier franchise entries. Uh, but where it comes in specifically is basically if you have a small city, 
and your enemy has a big city nearby, that big city's kind of natural cultural influence causes that small city to lose loyalty. There are ways you could mitigate that, and for the most part, as long as you're not founding a brand new city somewhere, uh, you should be able to make it work. You might have to put a governor there, which helps. There are a lot of civics that you can use to help that. Um, there are some buildings you can build. The monument adds one loyalty per turn, which isn't much, but it's something. Uh, and so, you know, you can just kind of nickel and dime your way to not having to worry about that loyalty. Uh, but if you don't, your city can fall in as like as quickly as like five turns. It'll revert to a free city and it'll just kind of be riding for a while. And then it will actually join the other civilization. And that kind of replaces the culture aspect of Civ Five, right? Because uh, if you had that a was in four. Culture, so in uh, five, there was no city flipping that way. Back uh, okay. in Civ Four and in Civ Three. I think it was more prevalent in Civ 3, but it could still happen in 4, maybe. I would have to go back and look. Uh, but yeah, if you had strong culture next to someone else's border, cities would flip. Yeah. Just for free. Yeah. Just out of nowhere, they would just flip. In this one, you have the warning. You have all the information you need to make the decision intelligently so that you don't just lose something because of a bad dice roll, essentially. So, uh, But the, the coolest thing, though, or the biggest thing, I guess, is the Dark Age, Golden Age mechanic. Um the game has an era score. Anytime that you as a nation or as a leader or whatever do something cool, it gives you points. So building a wonder is a few points. Researching new texts can sometimes be a new point. Uh, uh, finding villages in the early game is a point. All sorts of stuff like that. Uh, you accumulate those points over an era. There are about eight of them in the game, I think. And you need to make a certain amount or in the next era, you will be in a dark age. And there are some penalties for that. Loyalty goes down. Uh, there are some other bonuses you lose in terms of city growth stuff. You can still function. It's not the end of the world, but it does kind of suck. You do have to focus more on your empire than on someone else's. It sounds quite damning because I'm already, like in Civ 6, I'm already concentrating on my empire. You and know, so it's it one more bad. thing to, to focus on. It's not. I mean, it is to a degree, but chances are if you are approaching the game making an attempt to win something, uh, you won't have a problem making enough error score. You'll have a Dark Age once or twice throughout the game, probably. In my solo game, I actually never had a Dark Age, uh, which was almost bad, because uh, that flips over to the uh, Golden Age side of the equation. So if you make enough points to get out of a Dark Age, you have just a normal age. But if you make more points above that, you can potentially earn a Golden Age in which you can select from a number of bonuses. They'll offer you four different bonuses and different aspects. They're religion-focused or money-focused or what have you, uh, science, culture, there's some other things too. Uh, and they just kind of apply as passive bonuses throughout your game, which is awesome, or throughout that age. Uh, if you go from a dark age straight into a golden age the next time around, you get a heroic age, which is the same thing, only you get to choose three of the four bonuses they offer you. So... It seems like you could almost use that as sort of a meta strategy to time things so that you get a heroic age going into your nation's strongest time period. So it's cool stuff. Uh, I'm probably going to continue streaming it at least on and off for a while. So if you want to check it out, I'll be there. Uh, cool. Scott and I, I guess by the time you hear this, might have finished our game. Probably not. Might have not. How long are we talking? How, we'll see. We How long is one of these do. games? 
So the game I played, <sighs> the game I played on Monday, uh, I played for five hours, and then I was like, "All right, this is normally where I am my stream, but I think I'm, I think I'm pretty close to winning, so I'm just going to keep going." And then five hours later, smokes. three in the morning, <laughs> I finally finished. I looked at the clock and I said, never again. You're a grown man, Dan. That's not I, allowed. I, hey, I'm a Says grown man. You. I can make that decision. <laughs> I played 15 yeah, right. hours in Dragon Quest Builders. That was over the course oh. of a couple of weeks. So yeah, so, Dan, so, I'm so, impressed. I just wanted I wish to I talk about it. That. I think it's cool. The Rise and Fall expansion is... I think it adds more to the game than the first expansion of five and of four did for their respective games. It's impressive that they can keep adding elements to these games. What, well, six in, games and how many expansions in later? In some they're cases, still... they're replacing elements. Okay, refining, um, There are replacing. things that have fallen out that have been reintroduced later. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, cool. People yeah. are still buying them. It's still a popular franchise, right? I think it's a yep. good restructuring. I mean, especially with the districts mm-hmm. they added, which is new. Yep, It and it kind of falls in line with the yeah. uh, army, I guess, game design philosophy that they took because in four you could stack all of your units on one single tile and so then you could have like 30 units there and then you could attack someone else's giant stack of 30 units and it would just pick two units from those stacks to fight each other Hmm. using some rules based on who was attacking who was defending that kind of thing um it was i don't know i mean that's a strategy but forcing you to have only one unit per hex means that you have to think about how your army is working and then this time around, they did the same thing for cities. Now you have to think about where you're building your buildings and wonders because the wonders also get placed on specific hex tiles. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's about all I had to say about that. Scott, Zach, what's up with you guys? Um, I haven't been playing much. Uh, I've been playing a little bit of Overwatch. Yeah, but what have you been doing other than playing too? Like what's big in your life right now? Oh, man, photography. I'm finishing up school. Okay. Uh, starting to get some shoots back under my belt. You had a photo shoot yesterday, didn't you? Uh, no, we had one scheduled, I think, with Scott, actually. We were going to do one today. We were going to do one today, oh, cool. but the, the weather didn't turn out. Yeah. Shocking, uh, Washington. Do you, you want to plug your website at all or no? Uh, yeah, you can, you can check me out at ZachRoth.com. Mm-hmm. He's, got, he's got some cool stuff up there. I got some I, work on there. And you've been, doing, you've been doing interviews. Are those going up on your website? Uh, it's a project I'm okay. working on. Uh, if you guys don't know, we work out of Tacoma. And so I have a project <gasps> called The Faces of Destiny. And it's about the people that live here. And I started the interview process with a, a couple of people. But I want to do it. I've been quite busy. I've been thinking about you. You're quite, you're quite unique. Yeah. Different, How so. interesting are you, Scotty? <laughs> he hasn't been thinking Not. about me because he doesn't like me. It's okay. <laughs> None of us do. It, it's okay. Um. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> but yeah, and I have a, a wedding shoot coming up, which is pretty exciting. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Are you doing it or are you assisting? I'm doing it. That's awesome. I'm doing it. That's, cool. That's super cool. Good he takes really good photography. I've, I, I've been to his website. Yeah, it's if, awesome. if you haven't actually looked into it, like his... He he's not just like, oh, I have a camera and I take photos. Like he edits them. Like they're they're top notch. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Scott. He Appreciate he that. he edited mm. the back hair off of my back. That's how detailed. It <laughs> he was literally great. did. That's supposed he to be did. a secret. <laughs> we'll put a we'll put a link to that in the show notes. I have, I have back hair, guys. Um, let's see. What have I been doing? I played a couple hours of Dark Souls three. Wanted to punch my yeah, monitor. Yeah, buddy. How many uh, times did you die? So many times. Yeah. I, I wanted to kill the diamond lizard really badly. Like you right can't get too hung up on stuff like that. Man. Well, you know what? I did it. Let the so game teach you. I beat it. How much time did you waste doing that? Probably thing? an hour. And what did you get? I forgot. I get like a, a bigger shard to get more souls. I got gotcha. that. Was it, yeah. Okay. And then uh, it Worth took me it. like forty-five minutes to kill the first boss, which 
I don't remember. It's like Gaither or Gunther or something like yep, that is yep. the first guy. And then halfway through the fight, some big organism grows out of yeah, him. Yeah, like spoilers. Three uh, times the size. Yeah. It's in the first 10 minutes of the game. It's but. actually, it was easier to to beat him with that thing on him. Oh, okay. Than it was like when he was just original. I wanted to cheese it and see if he could like jump off the edge or something. It's uh, probably it likely, could, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that that's probably one of my favorite things about Dark Souls. Like, I I played one and I cheesed the game so hard it pissed off all of my friends like who played it played through it. They're like, that's not how you were supposed to do it. I was like, I know, but it worked. Favorite? But it worked. It was great Good for you. There are things to find like that in those games, and yeah. I I feel like the developers knew that and just left it in there. Yeah, it probably it's did. a reward for your stupidity or hard work i don't know which i wanted to keep playing one but it kept on crashing on my computer so i'm really excited for the switch version yes uh i got to ornstein and ornstein and smog Mm -hmm. uh beat them and then i haven't played it since yeah and that's that's about the toughest part of the game i'd say so you should have kept going i know but you'll now you'll have the chance yeah now i'm gonna play it on switch very cool and i'll have to go through blight town again which was awful. It should fine. run better this time. You'll be fine. Part awful. of the problem with Blight Town, though, was the performance on Xbox 360 <laughs> and PS3. It chugged. It got down to like 10 FPS at times. There was places that I was jumping to that I don't even think anyone even knew was there. Like, there's so much on that garbage level. It's awful. Yep. It's like a descent into madness. Literally. L- literally, It'll yeah. It'll drive you crazy. It'll literally drive you crazy. But you can, you can skip it all. And... What? I'll show you how sometime. <gasps> <laughs> you could skip that entire area. Big Daddy Britain, teach me your ways. Oh, I'll speed run that with you, man. <laughs> Dude, show me how it's done. Then, anyway. Uh, yeah, before we end, uh, what, do you, what have you been doing outside of gaming? I know you have your, your personal projects. Uh, what do you have to plug? I have a radio show that I do on NWCZ Radio called The Electric Music Zone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been going on for about a year and a half now. I'm up to episode like 73 or something like that. It's very good. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, I, Brooksy likes it a lot, too. Brooksy and loves Brooksy it. Brooksy is like a music guy. Like That's, through that's and through. his thing. Yeah. So it's all, all EDM-based, uh, local stuff, headliner stuff, people you've never heard of from different countries so if edm is your thing or if edm might be your thing yeah come check check it out yeah the electric music zone or check me out soundcloud you also have some other news right about a clothing brand into the am yeah oh yeah yeah uh so okay uh as well yeah might as well first of all uh soundcloud.com slash emz radio is my soundcloud and Mm -hmm. then check me out uh nwcz radio uh you can check me out all my social medias there but uh, so I also stream with Dan, mm-hmm. um, and I'm actually sponsored by a little clothing website called Into the AM. Wait, really? Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah. Is I that really new? am. Yeah, uh, it's recent. Yeah. Okay. But they they uh, do sponsors for streamers and stuff like that. So um, yeah, go check out Into the AM. They have amazing clothing. I'm actually wearing like a jacket and a shirt of theirs. And they're amazing. Super, super weeby. It's oh, great. Yeah, I, I know. It. I love this. The way Scotty dresses. This, ac- this jacket I'm actually wearing right now is from one of the streamers. So uh, when I got it, like proceeds went to that person for, um, you know, it's their merch. So they're going to oh. get paid for it. Um, but I, I get paid. Uh, well, I, I don't get paid. Streamers get paid who, like, you know, you sell merch to. I can just give you a discount code. So if you go to Into the AM and you want to buy some of their merch, which I highly, highly suggest because it's soft, comfortable, and it's beautiful. It's all the way around. Um, go go check them out and use coupon code Charmander, S-H-A-R-M-A-N-D-E-R, 
for 10% off your entire purchase. Hey, do you like Pokemon? I do. Okay. Yeah. I was just checking. Why? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it didn't click for a second. My last name's Charmander, and my favorite Pokemon is Charmander. You replace the C with an S, and you get Charmander. This works. Woo, it works. Uh, but yeah, anyway, yeah, that's my life. I've been streaming with Dan. Go check me out at Charmander04 yeah. on Twitch.tv. I mean, he's also been streaming by himself, too. Like, yeah, he's, I stream he's, by myself. I stream all the time. He's not just like yeah. an auxiliary to my stream. You stream no. what? Dota? He has, he has D- his own Dota, team. uh... No. You don't play me? <laughs> no. Uh I play Dota. Um I've been playing Dark Souls 3, like I previously mentioned, and Civ with Dan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're just kind of getting everything figured out. Yep. But anyway, I have to get back on a flight to go back to Australia. So uh <laughs> safe yeah. travels, friend. 19, thank you, thank 19 you. more hours. 19 more hours. It's been a, <laughs> and thanks for coming back. For yeah, us. We appreciate clean it. 40 something hours of flight time for wow. me. Um twice. twice, yes. Three times, sort of. Yeah. And I'm, I'm honestly, I'm just going back for a day, and I'm coming right back. Oh yeah, yeah, because of the time delay and stuff. All a lot of switch time though, so yeah. that's cool. Do you want to know? Okay, real quick, I'm, I'm gonna push this episode just a little further. Realistically, I haven't left yet for my trip. Right. But I am currently gone when you are listening to this. So, with that being said, uh, me leaving to go to Australia, uh, I leave on the 12th. I'm gonna get in on the 14th. Okay. Something about the international dateline. Right? It's crazy. That so is me so coming, much time. me coming back on the twenty third, is me leaving at ten a.m. from Sydney to uh, Vancouver and then to Seattle. I leave at ten a.m. on the twenty third, and I get back at ten a.m. on the twenty third. <laughs> back to Washington. Yep. Time traveling. I, Good I luck, had, man. I took a trip to Australia once. Same thing. It's I don't remember insane. what time of day, but yeah. God, I my brain is going to be fried. You'll have yeah. like outlets on the plane and stuff like that, right? Yes. Cool. Movies and stuff like that. Okay. But I'm going to bring my Switch and my 3DS. And For sure, man. Good. But yeah. yeah, anyway. uh, Yeah, thank you guys as always. I know Britain was hosting it, so uh, right. just quickly shout out NWCZ Radio. Thank you guys so, so much for letting us use your studio. Uh, it's amazing here, and we would still be in my basement recording off a of Blue Yeti. Yeah, if it wasn't for NWCZ Radio. Yeah, so go check absolutely. them out, Uh You can find my show there and a million other shows. Uh, but you can check us out uh, on iTunes and all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. We're working on the Instagram and Twitch thing right we now. We are, yeah. I'll probably um, post more content during our, our little yeah. break. But yeah, yeah, check us out. Yeah, go check us out and uh, video game pharmacy, video game pharmacy, yeah. and iTunes. Yep. Yeah, iTunes. Don't forget a million times. Anyway, I'm gonna pass it over to Britain. Thanks Take for joining us, son. you guys. Yes. We got Scotty. Hi, Zach. Bye, guys. Dan. I talk too much. I'm Britain. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Thanks for joining As us again, you guys. Bye. Catch you later. later. Bye bye. I'm back from Australia now. <laughs> Click. The pharmacy is now closed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.